Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome to another summer podcast, the Yellow Army podcast. Yep, we're inside today. Richard Hughes from the Herald Express. Hello. Guy Henderson now from Radio X. Hello. Hello. That's all I like to say now. Uh, we've got some news from the club as well. There's uh, There are more signings. There are. Reese Lovett has yep. signed. Yep. And so has Lewis Collins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me just cue it up for when that happens again. Is, is that is it that Lewis Collins? Right, you get bored of that, won't you? you want to... Oh, I might. <laughs> are, are you going to do that every time we, we mention Lewis Collins? Yeah. <laughs> right. Wonders of computers. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, HMS Bounce Back, we've been christened this week by uh, by one of our fans. Okay. Talking now have 16 signings. Everybody from the squad at the end of last season, apart from Big Frank and Nico Lawrence, yeah. is back on board. Apart from the ones that were released. Yeah, yeah. HMS yeah. Bounce Back. Uh, will we become the world's famous supreme team again? Oh, like you've what been practising that. <laughs> you practised that on the cycle over. I did, yeah. <laughs> um, Nine players of the, the starting lineup for the Wrexham game have signed. Uh, Brett McGavin came on as a 10th player as a substitute. Yes. So nine of those players who performed, there were a couple of other players that did, yeah. did, did a bit as well, but nine of those players who started that game where we drew and almost beat Wrexham on the final day of the yeah. season will be playing for us in the National South next season. That's got to be a good thing, That's isn't it? Got, well, yes, it has. I think it's got to be a good thing. But there's an interesting question it throws up, doesn't it? Because I mean, if you think that the team that took us to the end of last season is good enough, then it's very, very good news. Yeah. The team that took us three quarters of the way through last season was not good enough. A lot of those players have gone, though. Yeah. I mean, um, there, was some, there, was some, there were some very disappointing players like Corey Andrews. Yeah. You know... Uh, never, never really. He's disappointed us yeah. on many levels, yes, hasn't he, Corey? Yes. But I mean, I, I think with a full summer of pre-season training, oh. with the gaffer and Aaron chasing them around Seal Hain, they ain't gonna have to get to know too many new players. No, they know the way they're thing. expected to play. Yeah, they know this whole wasps at the picnic thing. Yeah, Gary likes them to yeah. play. They'll go into National League South as a full-time outfit. Yeah, one probably, of four, I think. Haven't looked at the bookies' odds, but they'll certainly. Be I in tried that top to find them. Then. I couldn't find them. I was a cursory look at uh, yeah. the other day and a uh, shorter time when I was writing the back page piece, but I couldn't find the odds when I looked there. Yeah. But um, I would presume we are. I would think. So. Yeovil, I would thought. I would think so. And then uh, there'll probably be a couple of other. Yeah, there'll be some, yeah. some teams that you haven't even considered. Yeah. Coming up through there, but as Anna said, HMS bounce back Woo-hoo. launches this week. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, signing um, signing Lewis Collins kind of completes the, the jigsaw with uh, the best one in the world, Reese Lovett, is going to have to spend time as number two again. Yeah, I'm surprised. He's, 
I thought he might want to try and go and play football elsewhere, but you know, well, maybe he did. Maybe it's, maybe it's he's been tried, a while, yeah. hasn't yeah. it? So he's obviously been. I imagine he's been looking around. His agent yeah. would have been looking around. The offers that he's had probably aren't as good as as the offer that's been made here. And, and we, we, one thing we do know about uh, Rich Lovett is that when he had to step up, when he had to come into the team a couple of times, he did well. Now, as soon as Holstead was fit again, then it was it was Holstead yeah. was back. But he did well. He did. I'd be quite confident in putting him in there. Yeah, Collins is the. Um, uh, I'm not doing it when I say it, by the way. When oh, you okay. Say it. So Collins is, is 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 the one player that I was missing from my eleven when I wrote it down for yeah. um, for the column two or three weeks ago um, because I had everyone in perfectly in slots apart from someone on the on the left wing. Yeah. So we, I mean, at the moment we could field a team that was a three-five-two quite yeah. easily. Yeah, Mark absolutely. Uh, Sean Donnellan. Yeah. Ross Marshall, yeah, as your centre back. Dean Moxie, of course, yep. as your left back. Uh, your wingers, wing backs are Jack Stobbs and Lewis Collins. <laughs> across the centre are the three brigands, the three bandits. You've got Dawson Hall and Lapsley. The bandits. What a midfield that the is. Centre. Yeah, I, I, you wouldn't want to take the ball through there. Would I you? wonder if they are all a bit too similar. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe at that level, it doesn't really matter. You might need somebody... You're going to have McGavin on the bench, aren't you? Yeah, you, you maybe you need, with respect to the three of them, which means we're paying them disrespect now, you need somebody a little bit quicker. Possibly. There, yeah. Maybe yeah, to yeah, throw yeah. in. Maybe to throw on. Although Dawson bench. wasn't short of a short of a, a bit of speed. No. He got to a couple of tackles quite quickly he last loves, season. He loves a tackle. Loves a tackle. Loves, loves a tackle. A tackle. Uh, Tom Lapsley will carry on shifting those pianos. Yeah, and scoring season. pretty goals. That's it. And Asa Hall is just Asa Hall. Yeah. Uh, our longest serving player now. And um, rapidly, if not already, rapidly becoming a club legend. Legendary status for Mr. Hall. And up front, quite mouth-watering prospect of Bradley Ash and Aaron Jarvis. We are still hoping that Jarvis will be... I can't see him going now. No. I think it's too late. I think if someone would have come in, they would yeah. have come in already. I think he, he would have been spirited away mm. by now if he was going. So We don't think we're going to get Mr. Frank Noble. Uh, Dom... Dom, not Dom. Um, Dan, who did my headline on the, on yeah. the, uh, on, on the web... Stated empirically kind of, that, that kind of gave the game away. That, yeah. that, that, that Frank Noble is going. What I said in the copy was it's very unlikely, or not yeah. going, won't sign. Mm. Um, I said it's very unlikely because Gary basically said he wants to stay in London yeah. where, where his family is based. So fair enough, you can't um, argue with that. You broke some hearts with that one. I did. I you yeah. did. There were a lot of people that were hoping. That well, that's not. I didn't state it that strongly in the copy, but mm. Dan did in the headline. <laughs> Daniel, I love see, Daniel because he does lots for me. See that—that's the the nitty gritty of the um, of, of the journalist. I can't yeah. say that anymore. The um, the details of the journalistic world. We don't write the headlines. No, we, we don't write, write the, the headlines. Copy, so sometimes the, the person who writes the headlines drops you in it with the gaffer. That's happened a that's couple happened. of times. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Phone course. call. Hello. Uh, what's the, what's, what's this, this headline? I didn't write that. But, you know, <laughs> there you go. So yeah, we could field a perfectly adequate team there with. Love it, Tomlinson, Crow, McGavin, and Hansen on the bench. Yeah, and that's that's extraordinary. Which is tremendous. Yeah. I mean, we're discounting some good players there. Yeah. I mean, Ollie Tomlinson has signed. He did a really good interview with the club website yeah. this week. He's very positive. He's he's very of course, upbeat. he's got experience of the division as well, so yeah. it's good. 
So maybe, you know, he, if we're playing the three five two, which the gaffer loves, Ross Marshall, Ollie Tomlinson could be a toss-up between those I, I, two. By the way, my back page piece said 14 players we signed. It is 15, but... It's but, now 16. Well, it's now 16, but at the time it was 15. But the gaffer said 14 when I spoke yeah. to him, and so I just went <laughs> with it. So I'm blaming the gaffer for that one. You've got to go with what the gaffer tells you, <laughs> Um, it, it is. I, I am keeping a list now because it is difficult to touch this. I have one. Yeah, I mean, it I is difficult to, to to go through them without missing one out, or you know, not yeah, not through who they are. It could be any of them. You, you, your brain just forgets one. And so, Nico Lawrence, obviously not there. Kieran Evans, obviously not there. Frank Nuble, not there. Those are Apart the three key players from last season that um, you would have liked to have seen back. Yeah. You know. I mean, Kieran Evans obviously is on an upward trajectory yeah, through as the is, world as of football. Nico. Nico Lawrence and Frank uh, has family in London yeah. and understandably doesn't fancy 200 miles I of wonder where he'll end up though. We you might. would have thought he's good enough to be in the National League, wouldn't oh, you? yeah, you would, yeah. I mean, he's good enough probably for League Two, to be honest with you. He'll end up at, he'll, he might even end up at Aldershot, your favourite club. He better not. <laughs> Uh, just the mention of Aldershot. Just a little cloud me mad. across your face. Yeah. There's been a couple of friendlies announced now. We knew Exeter yes. were coming on July 22nd. Yeah. We now know Plymouth are coming on July the 18th. It's kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, there's an interesting question around this, isn't there? With the friendlies that we're choosing, we know, because we know people attached to some local clubs, that yeah. some local clubs... I've been desperately trying to get Torquay yeah. to come and play friendly. Well, Buckland wanted wanted a, a friendly with Torquay. Yeah, they've got a friendly with Yeovil, so good, that 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 that'll be good for them. Um, Brixham tried try yeah. to get Torquay, um, uh, and as time goes on, it looks like after having been promoted to the Western yeah. League, I I we we've talked about this off air, haven't we? But it, we it feels like Gary doesn't want to play tougher players, as in as in. I think you know, players might injure his players. I'm not saying that they do it on purpose, but no. we had two key injuries we did, in mean, pre-season last year and they affected our season dramatically. We lost Dan Martin. Yeah. And Dan Martin never really Never got really back came in. back. He, he was got, on the bench for one game. He came back yeah. for a short while then and he got hurt the COVID. himself again. Yeah. Then he got the COVID. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course we started the season for the first nine, ten games without our marquee signing striker who went on to exactly. run the thing for yeah. us. Yeah. Because of an injury picked up in a friendly. Now, we're not saying at all, because we've both, no, no, we've both played local football yeah, and we're very yeah, yeah. proud of it. We're not saying that local football means you're going to injure no, players. But or if you're playing, uh, now let me put it out there, under 23 teams yeah, uh, who are tippy-tapping it around the back and not Tick-a-tacker, really challenging yeah. anyone, then um, I think you're... You'll you'll feel safer that you're not going to come out of that with any injuries. So, do we think there's a kind of a cotton wool thing about yeah, these friendlies? This I think season? there is. Yeah, I mean, we and I to, don't blame him either. No, we went because, to the game because he knows the players. Yeah. He's got a bunch of players that he already knows. It's mm. not as if he's having to use these these games to to work out how these players fit. No, no, that's right. And you and I both went to the game at Exmouth last summer. Yeah, which was a proper set to. It was yeah. a good game of football. Yeah. Dylan Crow, incidentally, was magnificent. He was, yeah. I wrote him. something about, oh, who's Ben Winter after that? Exactly. We, and then we watched him play and we thought, whoa, he's going to be a player. Mm. Um, let's move on. That level? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that was... Uh, is that your suit maker beeping at you, Rich? No, that's my... Uh my, my dishwasher telling me that the dishes are, you have are ready so to take out. so much technology I know. in this house. 
AI man. <laughs> You're an AI man. Hey? <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that the Exmouth game was a good game of football. It was it was fair, but it was tough. Yeah. Now you play a game like that, you do. Pitch wasn't great risk. that day either, was it? No, it was dry. Wasn't yeah. it? it was dry and a bit bumpy. There's nothing Exmouth could have done. Yeah. Um, but you know Exmouth did everything they could to make it fair and it, w- it was a good game but you can understand why Gary's thinking I don't want to go into next season without a couple of key players exactly uh, when when uh, Dan Martin got injured at Buckland it was, it was his tackle to be fair it was, that he it? injured yeah. himself yeah. doing rather than someone tackling him so you know uh, it was a competitive game though I it remember was. that much so and Aaron Jarvis was a dead leg, wasn't it? Yeah. Which he then went and did again. Yeah, so he got doubled down le- dead leg. It wasn't as if somebody had yeah. studied him. A lot more to dead legs than you you, you first realise, aren't there? A hematoma yeah. is incredibly painful. Yeah, and I didn't realise that, that they were related, but mm. the hema- you know, you got a hematoma from a dead leg. I thought a dead leg is what people gave to me in 1986 <laughs> at Audley Park. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's, uh, it's a little bit more painful than that. But uh, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, so those friendlies are coming up. We've got a few other things on the agenda um, today. Richard Kell, you sent me a really interesting I know. article <laughs> yeah. about Richard Kell. Now, so, the, Richard Kell was on loan from Middlesbrough. He was. Have you got the year written down there? Um, I thought I I think had. it was 94. I think it was 94. And it he, might be a bit earlier. And he came to us, he then went to Scunthorpe. Yeah. He was playing in a game against Bristol Rovers and suffered two broken legs. I remember it. So he lived. So I, I was, I, I was working at um, JDS Uniphase at the time, which was uh, a fiber optics company. The old C fam they changed their name. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was working with a, an Irish chap who uh, I've been trying to remember his name, and I was quite friendly with him. And he used to come to Torquay with me. Yeah. Um, and he lived in a flat up Windsor Road area, and. Richard Kell lived in the same building in, okay. in a flat and he got to know him quite well. He was only here for a short spell. He was. But he was all right. He was a good player. It was 2001. I did write it down. No, and then he two, came, he no, came on loan. Oh, was it 2001? Yeah, and then came Why did I say 1994? Sorry. Yeah, 2001. Yeah, that's when I was working there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then made it permanent. He played 15 games for us and scored three goals. He did score three goals, he did he? He did, yeah. Lewis, Lewis, hang on. <laughs> that's Lewis Collins' record. <laughs> that's, yeah, it certainly is. Um, he was a good player. He was, yeah, he was a Jason Foundery kind of a player. Maybe yeah. not quite that good, but he was quite a sort of a languid, technical, yeah. clever midfield Played in player. the Premiership for Middlesbrough, I think. Did. Uh, Scunthorpe. I, yeah, two broken legs in a game. I've never heard of that no. happening before. No. I don't know how on earth that happened. It must have been a, a tackle and then an awkward landing yeah. or something like that. Game against Bristol Rovers. But he went on to play for Barnsley Scarborough and Lincoln and then quit football yeah and took an interesting career move yeah he's trained and become uh, a pilot with I Jet know. 2 <laughs> flying it's weird air, isn't it flying aircraft full of unruly holidaymakers to the Costa del Sol it's just like being at Scunthorpe <laughs> fantastic <laughs> Um, but he's now an airline pilot yeah that's, that's incredible it, you know how Google just chucks stuff at you on your phone yeah um, it just popped up on my phone um, that was a good, was good yeah. article so if you're flying with Jet 2, which you might be, although I don't think you can go from Exeter with Jet Just 2. ask who the Kel the pilot... The, oh, I couldn't oh, say so it. Close. Oh. So close. Who the Kel the pilot is. You try and say it. It's really difficult. Who the Kel the pilot is. <laughs> so if he comes on, uh, this is uh, Richard, your pilot will be cruising. <laughs> Just, are, you, are you by any chance the Richard Kel who used to play for Torquay United? Who lived with <coughs> my, mate, my mate from CFAM. 
Shall we have a look at some more of the teams that we're going to be facing? Oh yeah, we've got that in the yeah, coming weeks. I'm looking for any tunnels. You didn't check the tunnels. I didn't week, check did for tunnels. Oh, you not, did check the bands. I'm sure. I checked some. Yeah, check some famous people. Okay. Famous. All bands. right. Taunton Town. Yes. My mate Steve is a mad keen Taunton. He's a Torquay fan, but he lives in Taunton, so okay. he goes to Taunton every week. In the summer, he goes to the cricket every week. Yeah. And in the winter, he goes to watch the Peacocks okay. every week. Yep. Um, so he's really excited that we're in the same division. They play at Wordsworth Drive. They were founded in 1947. They won the FA Vars in 2001. They did, famously. They've done pretty yeah. well. Yeah. And they hold a record, or they they jointly hold a record, for the longest ever penalty shootout. That's good. It was in 2019, the Southern League Challenge Cup. Wow. Don't and they eventually that. beat Truro 12-11 after 34 penalties. 34 penalties? That's a lot of penalties. It is a it? lot of penalties, isn't it? We've seen a lot of penalty shootouts on yeah, the TV. Yeah, yeah, uh, recently, yeah. Partick Thistle cruelly dumped out of the Scottish playoffs on penalties. I didn't see that well. one. I didn't see that one. That was, uh, my mate Alan would absolutely destroy. I didn't even message him for hours afterwards because I knew he would just be in a slough of despond. Well... My mate Andy's a West Ham fan, so he's he's. I'm I'm wondering how how hungover he is right now. They were great, weren't they? It was they? a great game, wasn't it? They yeah. were terrific. Um, nice to see Jared Bowen scoring the winning goal. Yeah, player who's played, player. Yeah, yeah, played for Hereford in the. Did he play in National League North or did he play in? I'm in not National sure. League days? Uh, probably probably National League, but you. Um, Maybe National League North, you know. The other the other fellow up front has also played non-league football as well, Tootin and Mitchum. So of course, yeah. that's good, isn't it? It reminded me of a time when Lou Macari nearly killed me as the West Ham manager. Did he? He did. He did. I was thinking about this when I was watching the match last night. Lou Macari was manager of West Ham way back. Mm. And they came to play at Plainmore. It may have been the cup match. Right. The FA Cup match. And is, that, the, is that the one that Leroy was on the bench for? Well, might I have think been. he might have been his manager, actually. Might yeah. Have been. Yeah. And on the morning of the match, one of the tabloids had a story about Lou Macari. Obviously groundless story about Lou McCarthy, yeah. some sort of you know what those tabloids are like something or other um, and our beloved news editor Mr Jim Parker remember him sent <laughs> me up to Plainmore to be there when the West Ham team coach arrived oh, Jim and to doorstep Lou McCarthy nice. basically as he got off the coach and being a diligent young lad I went and did it yep and so Lou Macari gets off the coach and I step up with my notebook and pen and say, excuse me, Mr. Macari, about this story in the whatever it was. Did you really say it like that? Probably. 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 Yeah. <laughs> trying, trying to cover myself by not repeating the um, allegations in case of legal action. Um, have you got anything to say about this? And a little thundercloud went across his face. And in my memory, Julian Dix is coming down the steps behind him. <laughs> so I'm thinking... I, my whole life is flashing before me uh, at this point because I'm thinking that Lou Macari is about to lamp me one but um, fair play to him diplomacy took over he just gave me that thousand yard stare yeah. and walked past me into the ground as did the rest of the West Ham squad interesting so it was uh, yeah uh, including uh, Leroy yeah he probably was I don't remember <laughs> but I, I, that's how I nearly died at the hands of Jim Parker when you say you Lou nearly Macari. died no, he gave you, he gave you a bit of a look. A a look. <laughs> We're allowed to exaggerate. We're journalists. We can do this if we want to. But yeah, West Ham are brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we we we've we've gone we've off on the quest. tangent. Back to Taunton Town. Yeah, Taunton Town. So so when I first came back from my travels in London and Cambridge, Taunton Town were, mar- were married. Were ma- <laughs> don't know where that's come from. Uh, managed by Lee Robinson, who is a, a local fella. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure where he is at the moment. He was at. Truro after that for a while, um, and I think he was also up in Dorset somewhere. Okay. But uh, yeah, so he, yeah. They, 
local links with Taunton. He 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 did well there and took them up into the Southern League Premier Division mm-hmm. from whence they have now since been promoted yeah. two seasons ago to the National South. And they're one of those teams that we've said over the last couple of years when things have been a bit rocky for Torquay now and then, yeah. we've said if we're not careful we'll end up in yeah. the same league as Blooming Taunton Town. And guess what? And we are and... They're looking forward to it. They can't wait. They're 54 miles away, by the way. Is that the closest? It's not quite the closest. We have one more to come, which is closer. Okay. But um, the number of players that we have in common, uh, there are too many to list, really. Uh, Matt Villis yeah. was their manager for a while. I liked him. We had him on yeah, loan from Argyle. A, yeah, he was a good young player. And then he, I don't know if he went on to play for Argyle much or he just went I'm on to sure. non, non-league. But he, he, he he's a nice fella. He used to text me, no, not text me, email me for... For, to, to search the Talk United archives for pictures of himself. Did he? Yeah. Good lad. Well, he was he was one of those players who was caught up in that awful Lubos Kubik slash yeah. uh, owner beginning with CR, whose name we don't mention, yeah. uh, time, and it all went a bit wrong there. Keith Bowker and Russell Musker have both been managers yes. of Taunton Town. Players for Taunton Town include, but not all of them, but some of them are Robbie Herrera, Yep. Paul Hirons, who of course scored against West Ham. Of we course, have a West Ham theme going on here. Ian Bastow, Adrian Foster, yep. one of your favourite players. Yep. Sean Ian, Joyce. I went to school with Ian Bastow. Sean Joyce, of course. Sean Joyce, Great. who I speak, Joyce. speak to every week. Tom Kelly. Uh, Sean Joyce, Biddeford has just signed Jack Windsor, by the way. Has he? Yeah. Has he? Good. He'll Tom Kelly, well yeah. Last yeah. time I saw Tom, saw Tom Kelly was in the toilets at the Chelsea Manor. <laughs> you did get around. <laughs> Chris Myers. Yes, Kenny went to school Va- with him as well. Did you really? Yeah. Kenny Vasey? No, didn't go to school. No links. No, no links no. with Kenny Vasey. And Ollie Tomlinson, who of course we of loaned course. to Taunton yeah. uh, season before last. And Jared Lewington. Jared Lewington as well. Yeah. So loads of links with Taunton. It's just going to be one of and those Matt games. Yes. Signed Matt Buse from yeah, Taunton. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, it's just going to be one of those games we're looking forward to, isn't it? Taunton, it's going to be. Yeah, be. yeah. I mean, that's going to be a great day. Uh, I was, in my head, I was thinking, why? Why is it? Why are they only the second? Because I was thinking Truro is down the no, Cornwall. Of course, they're not, no, are they? Not to Truro. Yeah. They would have been the closest if Truro were playing Truro. Interesting developments about Truro the, 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 these last couple of weeks, which I'll, I'll, I'll talk about when we get to Truro. I'm just going to squeeze Tombridge Angels in. Go for it. Before there, they play on plastic. Oh, Boo! Yeah. Play on plastic. Uh, the Longmead Stadium, which is 216 miles away. Right. They were formed in 1947, the same year as Taunton Town. <laughs> that funny. Uh, some of their previous play, I mean, because of where they are. Yeah. They, I mean, Malcolm McDonald, the great really? Malcolm McDonald, played for Tombridge Angels. Wow. Fantastic centre forward, Malcolm McDonald. Roy Hodgson played for Tombridge Angels. Oh, I think we've talked about that before. Back in his yeah. playing career. Uh, and George Cohen, World Cup winner wow. for England, was a manager. I, that's all well and good, but I just want to, I just, just really hope that they turn up and play in Angels' wings. <laughs> like, you know, those they ones that you get for, for, for uh, the, the, uh, on hen nights, you know, the, the, the lady, yeah. la- big groups of ladies to seem wearing around Torquay and Brighton and, and, and Blackpool, those angels' wings. Do you think they'll do that? I hope so. I hope they do. Yeah. I forgot, by the way, Taunton, the famous person from Taunton. There aren't that many. Well, there are a lot of them, but musicians. I found a bloke called Daryl Way, who was the front man of a band called Curved Air. Wow. In the 70s. A lot of you our have been listeners, digging deep. A lot of our listeners were going, oh, yeah, Curved oh, Air. Yeah, yeah. Sonia Christine. Most of them are 60 year old blokes with beards. Which means they will, the sixty-year-old blokes with beards will remember Sonia Christina, who was right. also part of the curve. Why will they remember her? I'm not telling you. <laughs> You'll have to Google Sonia Christina. I might get put away for doing you might, that kind of thing. But gentlemen of a certain age will 
<sighs> Curved air. There right. we go. Tombridge Angels, the Angels, Longmead Stadium. They've been four years in National League, Sam. Yep. 216 miles away. Yep. Players that we've had in common, not very many. No, I Shamir can't Fenelon played for them before okay. he came to us. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Ton or Tun, by the way. Pronunciation-wise, it's it's spelt Ton. Yeah. It Maybe pronounced. But it could be Tun. Yeah. We need somebody from Kent to tell us yeah. which way that is. I don't know anybody from Kent. To I do. Ask. Ask them, I'll ask them before the game comes yeah. up. Now that I'm on radio, these things matter. <laughs> when we had players, when names, you were just writing it down, <laughs> when, if you have, oh, of course, yeah, spelled the same. If you have a player's name that's all X's and Y's and K's and Z's, and you don't have to say thing, it. You don't have to say it. You just as long as you spell it right, move on. I did that by accident. <laughs> I never even mentioned Lewis Collins. <laughs> I, the screen went dark, so it was on some kind of timer, and I pressed the space bar to bring the screen back up, and it. Uh, you press it the set it off. I'll back you it up again. Um, oh! Oh, wait. Honestly, I've lost control. You've, re- of it. you've remixed it now, haven't you? <laughs> if you got Rita Ora to sing over that, you'd have a number one. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm going I'm to turn it off, yeah? No more Lewis Collins. You can't do it. No, I've done it. It's I'm done. turning it off. It's gone. You won't hear it again. Famous people from Tombridge, Shane McGowan. Oh, fantastic. Of the Pogues. Yes. He's from Tombridge. Yeah, brilliant. He's not from Ireland at all. He's no, from Tombridge. Irish okay. parents, obviously. And Tombridge was the scene of the largest cash theft in British criminal history. Wow. The Securitas raid in 2006. Yeah. 53 million quid. Just you a could, drop in the ocean. You could God. run a football club for a while on that, though, couldn't you? Not a big one. No, <laughs> that's very true. We'll skip Torquay, because they're next in, in alphabetical the, in the order, because we know a bit about Torquay. Yeah. Yeah, we've been banging on them, banging on about them for 10 years. And our local derby next season, which means we're bound to play them on Boxing Day and I or New Year's so. Day, yeah. uh, is Truro City. Yeah. Because they play, for the moment, at Blytho Park in Plymouth, home of Plymouth Parkway, which is a scant, almost cyclable 33 miles Brilliant. Away. Well, you'll be cycling then, will you? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. What do we know about uh, Stadium for Cornwall? Uh, well, that's that's shelved. So the, the okay. stadium for Cornwall is done and dusted. Then they're, they're not going to do that. So what Plymouth, uh, Plymouth Parkway, what Truro uh, and uh, their owners, Cornish Pirates, yes. Dickie Evans yeah. owns, owns Cornish Pirates. He's a, a, a hotelier who uh, is in Africa, um, Ghana, I believe, but I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, he owns Cornish Pirates and he owns Truro City because they own okay. Truro yeah. City. Um, he is set. He doesn't want to put any more money in. He's, right. There, he reckons he's put twenty-five million pounds in Cornish Pirates over the last twenty-five years. Yeah. I'm not that good at maths, but I can work that out as uh, about a million pound a year. He has. He, last year, he he set up a budget that would be his final budget, and mm-hmm. uh, and for this year, apparently. Cornish Pirates have got £2 million and Truro City have got 500000 to see them through the season. After that, who knows? Who knows That's the interesting bit. He, um, well, he's, he's set up a them... crowdfunder yeah. for fans to take control of the club from him, I believe. Okay. Not sure how that's going to work, but we shall see. At least he hasn't just pulled the plug and gone. No. No, he's, he, he set he's, them up for a season and said, look, that, set this, them is, up this, for, this is it now. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. But here's your budget. Um, you know, he's, he, he's looked after the Pirates for, for long yeah. enough. And yeah. Good on him. Uh, Truro were desperate to find an owner and the Pirates bought Truro. So, and yeah. at the time, 
stadium for Cornwall was a thing. It was going to yeah. be a thing. Now it's not. But they, the, the, the part of this 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 uh, crowdfunder is the fact that they want to build on the same site mm-hmm. uh, a three thousand all-seater stadium, which would house the Pirates. Which and would Truro house City. Pirates and Truro City. Okay. Pirates have consistently been good enough to go up. Yeah. Um, they they finished fifth this year in the the, mm. the the championship, but the Premiership, despite losing three clubs this year because they can't run themselves. Yeah. Um, won't let anyone go up. No. And they don't want the pirates because pirates are a long way away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the travel costs of getting from Newcastle to yeah. Truro. Exactly. Yeah. The, the Newcastle and Saracens, when they came out the Premiership, <coughs> for yeah. some reason they were allowed to return to the Premiership when they won the divisions. Mm. But um, no one else, Eden Trailfinders, who's a big London club, yeah, can't get in because they say their their, their stadium isn't good enough. Well, it's if it's fine to play at the top of the what's yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, it's, it's, rugby is baffling. Rugby is rugby is is shooting itself in its big foot at yes, the moment. It yeah. is because the Premiership three or four years ago, when Exeter were doing so well, yeah, the Premiership was a terrific league. Absolutely, the rugby was great, the coverage was great, but financially they just overstretched yeah. themselves. Didn't and they? and one of the problems they have is a lot of these clubs, uh, all the money is down to one or two people. Yeah. You know, like a yeah. family or a or whatever, Tony Rowe at Exeter. If Tony Rowe walked away from Exeter, I'm not saying he would because he's absolutely mm. devoted to the club, but if he walked away from Exeter, how would they... I mean, you know, that's a big concern. To, you need to put a lot of money in to keep that club running. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. Interesting. So, Turo, founded in 1889. They're older than we are. Are they? They are. 18, the White Tigers, which is a nice name as well. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. No. It must... I imagine there's some eccentric mine owner who kept a white tiger. Yes. I like the, the idea of that. That's the perfect idea. I like in the, the dark. Yeah. yeah in a mine. Down a mine. Yeah. Instead of having ponies down a mine. Yeah. Something. There'll be some story like that anyway. Absolutely. Pole dark. <laughs> and as, as recently as 2006, they were playing in the Southwestern League. Yeah. So they are a success story. Yeah. I mean, we have our memories of Truro are slightly tainted by the ground share, which didn't do us any favour. When we were in the National League last season, yeah, and like National South last last time, they were sharing with us. So, but there is a we do have a, a, a record. We do have a, a, a an enviable record, which I wrote down somewhere and I can't find that. But it's something to do with the largest away support. Oh yes, at a game. Yeah. Because Truro were at home to Torquay on, I think, on the, uh, the New Year's Day or not? Yes, it was, uh, and the crowd was two thousand eight hundred and twelve. And yeah, the announce, I don't know who was announcing that day, whether it was Brett or Dom or Ian or whoever it was, uh, and said the crowd attendance day is two thousand eight hundred and twelve, including two thousand seven hundred and sixty away fans, <laughs> which has gone down. It was in the Guardian. It's, yeah. it's, it's a fact <laughs> that people like to come out with now and then. The biggest ever proportion it's brilliant of away fans um, in their squad at the moment Connor Riley Lowe of course Payton yes. Lad scored the goal that got them up went to your school went to my school James Hammond who was yep. our reserve goalkeeper uh, he, he, he came third. in he came, no, he, we, he came in during a, a problem spell with goalkeepers mm. um, during the Covid era when we were still playing but Truro weren't you're so right. he came in and he, he came on as a sub. Good good keeper as far as I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ed Palmer is down there. Ed Palmer, yeah. Good player. And the players, again, we have so many players in common with Truro, a lot of people. Wayne Carlyle, Ryan Dixon, of course, who's yep. involved in the youth setup. 
Martin Gritton played for Truro. Of course for a while. he did. Yeah. Your mate Grits. Yeah. Uh, great player. Great player and a good guy. Uh, the goat himself, Matt Hockley. Did he, for did he played for Truro. Wow. Steve Tully played for Truro. Of course, managed Truro as yeah, well. Yeah, he did. Um, I, that I, again, like Taunton, those are going to be the two games I think that are our, our favourite games. Yeah, yeah. For, Looking know, just, forward to that. Just for links and. Can't wait for the fixtures to come out. Oh, they'll be ages. Yet, I know. Right? They always drag their feet. The National League, don't they? Now, Dave Thomas always used to say that the guy who did the fixtures for the National didn't like League to do it on a computer. Does them on the back of an envelope while he's on holiday somewhere around the pool. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's which lovely... probably has more fact to it than fiction. <laughs> it's a lovely. I mean, the envelope being the the, the fiction. Might uh, be a big envelope. Yeah. But we'll find out sooner or later. Famous people from Truro: Bill Pertwee, the ARP warden in Dad's Army. Absolutely. And Roger Taylor, the drummer in Queen. Yes. Because wasn't he one of the moving um, forces behind the Hall for Cornwall? Was he? Which is a right. big venue in Truro. Right. He had quite a lot to do with that. What I haven't done on these is go through how we've done against these teams. I'll quickly recap. We've only ever played Taunton once. That was in the FA Trophy this year. Beaten 4-2. Yeah, that was a good Silver, game, Ali Omar and yeah. two from Jarvis. Good game, that was. We've only ever played Tombridge Angels once. That was in the FA Trophy in December 2021. Right, they, they beat remember, us. Yeah, they did, and I remember playing them. I wasn't sure if that was because they were in the National League South last time, but it's the FA Cup, was it? Uh, FA Trophy. FA Trophy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they like beat us two one. Danny Wright scored for us. Way. We've only ever played Truro twice, and that was the home those two away. games. Jared Lewington scored in both games. Absolutely, and we've won both of them. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Reed two and Calvin Kalala got the goals last Who? time we played them. Calvin Kalala. The enigma yeah. of this girl. We have many of these on this podcast, yeah. don't we? Players who become en- enig- enigmas. Enigmas. Enigmae, or whatever it is. Enigmae. Uh, Welling are the last team that we look at yep. this week. Feel uh, like we've played them a bit. Uh, we've played them six times. Yeah. Uh, we've won three, drawn two, lost one. The last time we played them was December 2018 in yeah. National League South. Beaten 3 1. Goals from Jake Andrews, Seiku Jane. And the great Jean-Yves Coué-Niate. Of course. Who I couldn't find, I can't find where he's playing now. I hope he's playing. I hope he's playing sort of lower league football in France. or football, yeah, somewhere, yeah. Maybe managed by the the other great Jean-Pierre Sim. Yes. Be nice, wouldn't it? Yes. Uh, Welling are known as the Wings. They were formed in 1960. Is that that something to do with aircraft? Could be. Could be. Um, they play at Parkview Road, which is 223 miles away. Is it that far? It's one yeah. of the longer trips yeah. right to Welling. It's not as long as Braintree is the winner so far, if I remember rightly. He's yeah, no, back. Braintree is the one that you said was the furthest. Braintree is 276 yeah, miles. Yeah, that's a long way. That's a long way. Yeah. It's further than Dover. You should get T-shirts written. Braintree, further than Dover. Further than Dover. <laughs> uh, players that we have in common include... And we can have the little Braintree... You want to do that? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done that. I know. Welling players that we have in common: Jamie Sendles White, who's just signed for Yeovil. Has he? Just signed for Yeovil. Has he indeed? So he'll be playing for Yeovil this season. I think he. (laughs) (laughs) He's done it again. The screen's gone black. Look, this is me putting the laptop down. That was such a good idea half an hour ago. Uh, James Hurst. Oh yeah, yeah. Liked yeah. him, yeah. but you know, one reason or another, things just, he just didn't really hit it off no. and play more. Cadell Daniel, yeah. Bailey Cargill, who's just been released by Forest Green Rovers. Has he? Toby Ajala. <laughs> yeah. And a player I want to talk about a little bit. First of all, I tell you, Kate Bush is from Welling. 
Is she? Kate she Bush. now lives in Darkest Deepest Devon, doesn't she? She does, apparently. Along with apparently. David Alban and uh, someone else. Everybody else. Oh, we're not allowed to say where she lives, are we? Yeah. There are reasons for that, which we won't go into. <laughs> uh, also playing for Welling, and their top scorer this season, a player I want to talk about, Adi Aziz. Oh, really? Who has come up three times in this little feature. Yeah. He played for Dartford in the past, he's played for Dover in the past, and he scored... 17 goals for Welling this season, but he's not staying. He's gone to Billericay. Has he? Which is the next league down. They're in um, the Isthmian Premier. Every time someone says Billericay, I think of... You think of Ian Jury, Ian Jury, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Just, just for the sake of our more sensitive listeners, just hold that thought there <laughs> um, and don't go any further. Adi Aziz, yeah. He, he never quite hit it off for us. He scored twice in 10 games in 2013-14. We had him on loan from Charlton, didn't we? Was that, was that it? Was it? Yeah. He came back in 1920. Gary brought him back. 1920? 19, 19 slash 20. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that would make him somewhat aged, yeah. wouldn't it? Uh, he scored once in three games. Do I remember rightly he missed an absolute sitter? Can't remember, to be honest with you. I've got um, a memory of somebody crossing the ball into the goal mouth down at the away end where Adi Aziz was hurtling in with just the keeper to beat. May not even have been the keeper in the yeah. goal. And I think he put it out oh by dear. the police box. Oh dear. So that it, it didn't really hit it off for us. But then he went to Dartford the following season, scored 18 in 47 Did games. He? And at Welling, he scored 17 in 47 games. Wow. So he's, I mean, he's a player. Well, again, that's a step down, isn't it? I mean, we yeah, are stepping yeah. down to the National South where players are. aren't quite as good as they would be in the National League. If he's banging goals in like that for Billericay in the Isthmian, I wonder if he'll get a move to yeah. one of these teams yeah. around the M25. I don't think we've heard the last of Adi Aziz. The ongoing saga. The ongoing saga of Adi Aziz, which we'll, uh, we'll keep updating you Yeah. on the ongoing saga of Adi Aziz. Watch this space. Watch this space. HMS Bounce Back. Yes. Aye, aye, Captain. I like that. <laughs> HMS Bounce Back. Next week, hopefully, we'll have more news of friendlies. Yeah, I think we will. Gary's looking for signings, isn't he? You look he at is. that squad and you think, you probably need another centre-back. Yeah, uh, we need another striker. need another striker. Yeah. Um, and that's probably it. The midfield is... Well, it was 16. He said 17, 18, didn't yeah. he? So another two... A uh, couple of players and he's done. It's all gone very quiet about the youth players. Yes, of course. So we shall see what happens there. I wonder if he'll give yeah. a couple of those a, yeah. a chance. and then Especially in pre-season. And then put them out on loan. Yeah, yeah. But we shall see. You never know. Four more teams to look at next week. The only teams we've got left to look at are Western Supermare, Weymouth, Worthing and our beloved Yeovil Town. Yes, and then that's it. We will have rounded them all up. And we will. And we will nearly be ready for pre-season friendlies. Yeah. We will be taking a little break around the end yeah, of the year. Yeah, I'm off on travels for two and a bit weeks. So, so I think we're going to make... Obviously, uh, it's, it's, it's a bit difficult now to, to, to do it without well, one-handed. Do you know what I mean? So we should probably just take a break yeah. and come back in a blaze of glory at the start of pre-season. Can we manage a blaze of glory? Yeah. We'll have to set fire to something. I'm going to make some hummus in a minute. That's, that's about... <laughs> that's the most middle-class thing you've ever said. <laughs> I'm going to make some hummus in a minute. Uh, well, honestly, I was coming out the Happy Apple once in Totnes. Yeah, that's not making it any better. No. <laughs> and... Um, you know the worst a gentleman thing? and a gentleman... Yeah. Go on. No, I was just saying the worst thing is I've just taken a photograph of your hummus recipe and I'm taking it <laughs> 
Let's go with the gentleman. The gen- a gentleman was, was, was just walking in with his young son in hand, and he, as I walked past, he turned to his young son and said, Tarquin, do you want me to show you how to make sauerkraut tonight? <laughs> <laughs> how very tight. Typical TQ9, as they say. How very TQ9. How very TQ9. On that bombshell... We'll leave you. Thanks for your time. We've managed to waffle without any football to talk we about. We have. For quite some and you, time. And you're safe to say Lewis Collins now because I've put the laptop yeah. lid down. Lewis Collins, Lewis Collins, <laughs> Lewis Collins. He's a professional. Thanks for listening. We'll finish as ever. Come on, on you, you yellows. yellows. Must start that. I know. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley Archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.